This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Valeria Tellez interviews Zarian Radian. Zarian Radian is an evolution nutritionist, a transformation coach, a magic meals chef, and a badass health superhero. He is a pioneer in the expansion of humanity's higher potentials through body and soul alchemy and biophoton nutrition that is infused with light and consciousness. Zarian is a transformational alchemist that helps to elevate the change makers of the world to their highest potentials through biophoton nutrition, soul metamorphosis, and transmutation. He sees the body as a holy temple and a gateway to expand ourselves to higher consciousness and higher beingness, as to access and elevate our higher talents so we can all make a bigger impact in the world. He believes we are all superheroes here to change the world so we can create a new reality for planet Earth. Zarian will shatter all your illusions in his quest to awaken humanity to their inner superhero. He unleashes a treasure trove of alchemical secrets so you can ignite your highest potentials and make your greatest impact for the world. Meet Zarian at zarianradian.com. Here is the interview with Zarian Radian. In your own words, who is Zarian Radian? <laughs> well, uh, Zarian Radian is a pretty uh, dynamic being who wants to serve humanity, helps helping humanity to awaken to their, I guess, their true self, which is more of a uh, connection to nature and to source. Because I think uh, in this world, uh, we get a lot of projections onto us and we get like a more of a three-dimensional, like uh, superficial reality that is being promoted and we are much more dynamic. So I think we have uh, so much higher potential if we go a little deeper than just a the superficial level. So a lot of people are, you know, they're going through the motions and, and there's a lack of what I call spirit and light in this world. And I think this is why most people are suffering these days. And uh, our true core is spiritual. It's uh, it's of light. It's of consciousness. And so that's where I always, I always delve in those realms. So I do have some questions to ask you about those words, source and consciousness, spirituality. What is to be spiritual? Well, a lot of people try to be spiritual. And I think uh, that's what I was doing years ago. I was trying to be spiritual. And in doing that, I was I was actually disconnecting myself. So I think it's more about emerging and allowing your true self, more of your true self to show to the world. It's not so much about adding. It's not so much about fixing. It's emerging. So it's almost like a, a flower blooming. And, and, and the flower just blooms and it's just 
is. It's just a state of being. I think it's a state of being and a state of consciousness. It's not so much trying to be spiritual. And I think that's why a lot of people suffer. They're trying to be spiritual. They're trying, they're meditating. They're trying to do yoga. They're, they're doing all these activities thinking they're going to be spiritual when you already have it. <laughs> there's nowhere to go. There's, there's nothing you can do to add yourself to make yourself better. I think it's just more emerging. So it's like this flower blooming and always emerging. And how, the question I have for people is how much of your true self are you going to show to the world? Because a lot of people hide behind masks, behind roles. And um, I think that's why a lot of, there's also a lot of suffering is people are not in tune with their true self. They are uh, biting their truth. They're holding back because of mom and dad and their partners. They're scared to show that true self. Mm. And that's who you truly are. And that's why you're here. <laughs> so... Yeah. So first, what is the true self? And second, uh, this idea of not using masks, being yourself, what it means exactly. We can just express ourselves however we feel like. And even if it's very negative and harmful to others and ourselves, how do we face those dark sides? Uh, well, I mean, when you were a child, uh, when we were children, we just expressed freely. We were outside, we were just playing, we were goofy, we were sometimes cruel, but we never felt guilty about it. We never questioned it. We never judged ourselves about mm -hmm. it. I mean, even, you know, when I take a look at my life, I was like, I was just always in the moment and whatever happened, happened. But the yeah. problem is society labels. Well, that's bad. And you can't cry right now. And you mm -hmm. can't be, be yelling at me. Well, who says? It's just life. There is no perfection of life. Like everyone thinks there's this perfect model of life. Right. And my question is, is whose model of perfection would we use anyway? When we have billions of people who all have a different reality, who have a, all have a different perspective. So there is no perfect. So for me, I have an expression. Life is perfectly imperfect. <laughs> and people are perfect as is no matter what comes out, but a lot of people see that they, they do things and then they regret and they, and they hold all these emotions and it's like you're judging yourself and then other people judge you and which then you judge more of your, you know, more of yourself. So we have this right. judgmental perspective of life and people thinking that there's this perfect way. There is none. It's just hmm. express yourself in the moment and whatever it is, it is. And if you misspeak and or if you, you know, if it affects someone, then, then you, you, you take measures and you correct yourself. But for me, it's, it's being in the moment and expressing yourself, just like a child. Go look at a child. They don't care of what they're saying or what they're doing. They're just in the moment, freely expressing what is coming through. I really connect with that. Although we do know that children, the other side of being a child is not taking responsibility for a lot of the things they do. As adults, I do believe that we have that responsibility to not hurt ourselves and others. So that takes, what would you say, awareness? That's one. But you also inspired me to ask another question about judgment. Is it possible to really navigate this reality without any judgment toward our behaviors and and other people's behaviors as well? Well, I believe that the more conscious you are of yourself, the more and the more you're conscious of your conversations, the more the less judgmental you'll be. Like you have a right to your opinion. Yeah. Like I'm very opinionated. I have yeah. a lot of opinions because I'm coming from a much different perspective. But to judge is actually to make someone wrong. Like, mm. oh, that person is doing that right now. They're wrong. But from my perspective, it's you can make an observation saying, well, what that person is doing is actually probably not healthy for them or anyone else. 
as, as, but as long as I'm not making that person wrong, like I can have my mm. opinion. We all have our own opinions. We yeah. have a right to do that. But to make someone else wrong for living their life the way they are, for having tattoos, for drinking alcohol, like I personally, I personally say that when people drink alcohol and do drugs, it's obviously not helping that person or, or they're not serving a good model for others. But I'm not going to waste my energy saying no, they're wrong and they have to change. Mm. I'm just looking at them, observing them, saying what they're doing is unhealthy. But I'm not going to say they're wrong and, and they're, you know, they're, they're bad for doing that. It's just the choice they're making. And at some point, they may correct it. And if not, it's their life. And I'm not going to waste my energy worrying about someone else's life. <laughs> yeah, I love the perspective. And that also makes me think about the feelings and emotions. Emotions, essentially, I would say, when we do something that we judge not to be nice and kind and loving, and then we spend the rest of our lives blaming ourselves for that and the voice that says you did something wrong. So I guess it's more like an internal thing. And I'm wondering why we human beings do that so much, even when we are trying to detach from all ideas and concepts from societies and what other people think. But we still have that voice within us that judges. Well, I, here's my perspective is I think we uh, get imprinted and we get a certain perspective from mom and dad and society that this is wrong and this is good. And I also believe that somehow this thing that people call the mind has overtaken mm-hmm. our true self. It has yeah. grown into almost like a parasite. And, and if you observe people, you will see how the mind is on autopilot. And, and, and this is where I feel we really need to focus on is that chatterbox is not you. And I have had numerous experiences of no mind. And I've had numerous experiences. The first time it happened was in Hawaii, uh, in Maui. Uh, basically, was I was coming out of the health food store and I was walking toward my bike and I was looking at the beach and all of a sudden, it was like time and, and space. It, it, it's just like I went to another dimension. Everything was still and my mind was gone. And then that's when at that moment I started questioning everything about life and reality. I'm like, this is our true nature. We're supposed to be present. It's pure awareness, not this, what I call the chatterbox. And so I think this chatterbox has created a life of its own and it's overtaken humanity over thousands of years. And now we're, we don't know that that's not the truth. So the truth is we're pure consciousness, pure presence. And what I tell people is, is if you can go out in nature and kind of take a step back and just observe you will see how your mind will stream thoughts and you never intended to have those thoughts. That's the mm. proof that there, it, this mind thing is, has taken a life of its own. And I think it, it does this with everyone. It fools you into believing that you are this chatterbox. And I, what I've learned to do is tell the mind to shut up. That's not my truth. Knock it mm. off. And you will be surprised at the results of when you learn to take your power back from this chatterbox, when you disassociate, you kind of have to disassociate yourself from saying, you know what, that's not, I didn't choose to have that thought right now. So you know what, I'm deleting that. Delete. Get out of my consciousness. No mind, you can't do that right now. So I think if we're a little more conscious, a little, have a little more presence, you will see that uh, this, you know, I call it the mind, not my mind, the mind. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and some people yeah. will disagree. I'm not here to say I'm right, but all I'm saying is personal experience and, and observing others. This thing has taken a life of its own, and you need to take your power back. And once you start doing that, you will see that your life will change as you as you're more in in your power and you disassociate yourself with these thoughts and these emotions. Because the mind, I believe, 
needs you to stream these emotions and thoughts to get so it gets fed. And I know some people will disagree, but I think the mind needs food. <laughs> How does it do that? With emotional energy. And so that's where I would have uh, people, I would recommend for people do a little bit more. Just when you hear that chatterbox going and going and it's driving emotions, take some deep breaths, go out in nature, even lay on the ground and call this mind out and say, no, this isn't my truth. Delete all this crazy stuff. It's not me. It's pretty simple. This is interesting. The way you talk about the mind is an entity, almost an entity itself taking over and thinking us, not the other way around. And what I do most of the time, I ask questions. Who is thinking this? Who are you? So I'm very curious about whoever is. So it seems like there are two or three or four. One that just sees everything in questions, which is not the real one too. So that is such an interesting mystery. What would you say that voice is, the one that questions? Because in my case, I question, who are you? Where are you coming from? Well, you know, I think at our core essence, we again, we are light and consciousness. And I guess the main issue with humanity is humanity thinks it needs to do all these things. It needs to ascend and evolve and add to itself. And I think that's part of the illusion. And that's is what, uh, you know, if we uh, study some of the uh, Taoist cultures and Buddhist, they're saying it's all Maya. It's all illusion. And, and if you, the more attached you are to this reality and the outcomes, the more you're going to suffer. You know, even, uh, Buddha is quoted as saying, all of life is suffering, and they even have a, a, a wheel. They call it the wheel samsara. And if you look at this wheel, they just show all these scenes of life of people, and it's all people having life challenges. And this is what they were trying to say is, you're never going to win in life if you go out in life three-dimensionally, and you, if you're trying to constantly better yourself and thinking that you're never arriving. The, the point of healing comes when you are, can learn to just be and be okay and appreciate who you are right in the moment, right here, right now, because all you have is right here, right now. Right. And But yet humanity is being programmed to constantly thinking about tomorrow. And I got to build for tomorrow. And I got to add to myself. I got to do more meditation. And I got to go to that seminar. I got to get coaching. It drives people mad. And I've been through this myself, spent tens of thousands of dollars, and my life got worse. And I was more stressed out. And I arrived at a point where literally I was like, you know what? I'm done. I said, I quit. I, I'm not doing this anymore. And I literally, I stopped reading spiritual books. I stopped listening to people. I stopped going to seminar. Why? Because it was driving me mad. So now my fulcrum is I go out in nature. I'm here in Sedona. My bliss, I go out in nature. I go for hikes and then I lay on the ground and I connect with Mother Earth. I connect with the elements and, and, and animals. And I don't need to do anything. I don't need to go anywhere. And you know what? I actually have joy and freedom. You know, if people are doing all these things and they're not realizing it's a lot of wasted energy, if they would focus more on learning to be present and learning to be okay with who you are <laughs> as you are, instead of always thinking you have to, you got to constantly be trudging and running and gunning, which I think it's the opposite. I think if you, you know, enlightenment, I believe is, the state of consciousness of, I already have it. I'm already here. I don't need to go across any finish line. I don't need to ascend that mountain. You can do it if you want, if that's your choice. But I'm saying it's much more simple if we come back to our center and connect with nature and the elements and just be present. The secret is presence. 
It's not about doing over here and trying to build for tomorrow and trying to build a financial empire. I mean, believe me, I've been through it. <laughs> I'm talking from personal experience, but I also look at other people and I, I feel the tension in everybody's being of everyone's trying to produce and achieve these high states of being when it's much simpler if you just come back to center and relax, calm down. And this is why I, I deal with uh, what I call uh, biophoton nutrition. It's multidimensional nourishment, which is working through the body. Let's get our bodies fit, healthy, and radiant. Let's bring high-vibe food into our bodies. Let's connect with the planet. Let's bring in life force through Mother Earth and the sun. Let's use that energy to just not only uh, fuel us, but to use it as energy to go out and be who we're meant to be instead of trying to work with the mind. See, this is where I differ. Laws of attraction for me are too mental. Meditation is very mental. Affirmations are mental. And I see a lot of people struggling. So for me, I go, work through your body. If you get your body super energized, super, you look good, you feel good, your emotions are going to be higher than ever. And then you can go out and attract much easier. Because I believe attraction happens through your brain and spinal cord. And you're blipping out frequencies through your brain. I mean, Joe Dispenza does you know, a good job explaining how your brain is transmitting and receiving. But if you're tense, you're stressed, and you're constricted, and you feel all sad, well, those vibrations are going out to the universe, so you're not going to be able to manifest. So for me, work through the body instead of doing too many mental. Like, if you want to meditate, great. But it's, 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 there's got to be balance. So for me, a lot of people are neglecting their body, mm. <laughs> which yeah. for me is the holy grail. In, mm. in myth and legend, they, they talk about the holy chalice. It's a metaphor for your body. The holy chalice of your body contains many secrets. Your DNA, your pineal gland have biochemicals that if you learn how to activate, um, you will experience monumental shifts in consciousness, but also higher connection to source in the universe. And this is a, one of my masteries, is I teach people how to activate their DNA and pineal gland, because those things need to be activated. It's not as simple as meditating on it. And the way you activate those is through your nutrition. And this is what a lot of people in society are missing. What I say is, look out there, look out out of society. We have now eight out of 10 people are either overweight, out of shape, or have serious health conditions, and those numbers continue to rise. But then we have the highest amount of health experts, health information, health products than ever before. So my thing is, I ask people to start to question everything you're being led to believe in the health and nutrition industry, because it is failing miserably to helping people to look and feel great. Organic food and organic supplements, I'm sorry to have to say, are not going to get you to radiant health. And I know people want to argue, and I, and I talk to people all the time, and I go, and then I come along and go, okay, here, try this. And I've had people shifting within 10 minutes of me putting them on something because my intuition was saying, hey, your body is screaming for this. Here, try this. Because people think it's about popping magic supplements, and it's, it's about a balanced lifestyle. It starts with your consciousness first. Your health and wellness starts in your consciousness. If you're carrying your energy constricted and you're depressed and you're angry, your body is going to get wrecked. So your, your tensions will kill your body. And this is the number one reason why people get ill. It's not uh, what other, you know, it's not that your body malfunctions, your body is perfection. It's an immaculate conception. What happens is, is people carrying around decades of tensions and stresses and traumas and it weakens the body. And that's how people get sick. It's not so much uh, you know, the body just one day just malfunctions. No, 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 no. It's the tension and stress that are killing people these days. And then on top of that, we have the food and water supply, which are horrendous. So the food and water supply are altered. 
genetically modified food is altering people's genetics. Go look at people. They're getting larger and larger every year. And this includes organic, by the way. I know people don't want to hear this. Organic is hybridized nutrition. It's altered seedlings. It's the same thing as being GMO. Your body does not recognize the geometries of that. And therefore, look at people. It's called storing toxins. Your body just stores toxins. And this is what's happening with society. So for me, we need to use a different approach to nutrition. And this is what I, I do with nutrition is I'll make a meal. But then before I sit down and eat it, I clear it. I clear the food of all stagnant energies because uh, food and water pick up energy. They, they pick up emotions and thought forms from other people. So for me, clear it of all toxicities, heavy metals, pesticides, you know, pesticides, chemtrails, all this crazy stuff. Then I imbue it. I teach people how to imbue their food with light and consciousness and energies that uplift you. Because if you don't have life force in food, it becomes a depleting constituent for your body. And this is why most people are suffering nowadays is the food is toxic, it's altered, and there's no life force to activate your body. It's that simple. That makes sense to me too. Very much resonates. And then speaking of food, then you said that even organic foods are not in a way good for us. How do we eat? <laughs> we have to plant our own food? Well, this is what I tell people. Number one is start being more conscious. And the first thing you can do is, like I said, start connecting with your food. You have superpowers and you have a consciousness and you have magical powers. You have to have a confidence in your ability to do this. When you sit down before you eat something, clear it. Clear it of all negative energies and toxicities. You can at least say, clear this food of all energies and toxicities. And then you just hold it and you put blessings into it. I love this food. I put light and consciousness into this food. Frequencies of health and wellness. Frequencies are, uh, uh, I can, uh, this is why when I touch food, magic happens. People like look at me going, what are you doing with your food? Because I even had a restaurant and people would come in and people would ask to see me going, what are you doing with your food? Because I've had this meal 500 times at many, many different restaurants and yours is like in the league of itself. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm alchemizing everything. <laughs> they see that mm -hmm. I was telling them I'm just putting love and passion into it, but I was clearing the food and putting higher frequencies into it. And this is what alchemy is. Alchemy transforms something from a one level to a higher level. So with food, I'm using alchemy. So I'm transforming it into a much higher frequency information packet for your body. And so people, if they only understood that you have, yes, you have magical powers. All you have to do is sit and connect and just bless your food. And you will see a different, not only will it feel different, it will taste different. And this is why everyone always looking at me when they eat my food or snacks. They're like looking at me, their heads are turning like, oh my God. And I'm like, well, I just blessed that food. That's why you're feeling, you're feeling the resonance, but it's also going to taste different. And this is why, uh, you know, sometimes people go, well, my great grandmother, she used to make this meal. Something about it. It was like, yeah, because she was in the frequency of love. And when she was making that meal, she was just thinking about love in the family. And most people though, these days are just throwing stuff on their plate and they're just trying to fill their belly. Well, now that's three-dimensional. It's very superficial. And that, so the results are you're eating toxic food, GMO foods, and it's just dense. And when you eat it, guess what's going to happen? It's going to densify your body. So we need to bring in light and consciousness into our foods and water, everything. When I go to a restaurant even, I go eat, I clear it, and I don't care if people are looking at me. I don't care. I clear it, and I put my you know, alchemy into it, 
and I can then enjoy that meal. And sometimes I'll have people asking me, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm blessing my food and I'm and viewing light and consciousness into it. And their eyes get big and they're like, oh my God, I should start doing that. <laughs> so, so we need to be more masters of our own domain. So meaning if something is non, you know, something is disharmonic or incoherent, uh, we are superheroes. We can create coherence and harmony of that incoherent thing. So with food and water, it's not in an ideal form, but we can bring in harmonic frequencies into that food to change and alter it. And the more confidence you have, the better it works. And I, and I can prove this to anybody. You can make a meal and I can make the same meal. And I guarantee you, mine's going to come out a million times better. <laughs> it's going to taste better and it's going to feel better in your body. Why? Because hmm. of the vibration I'm carrying into that experience. When I'm making food, I'm singing, I have music on, I'm in an alchemical state of love and, and higher consciousness. So anything I touch gets transformed automatically. So I'm wondering if we eat anything like animal products and Burger King, McDonald's and all these, you know, or contaminated water. We don't drink it first, but we do, what are you saying? Try to clear with our own. You don't use the mind. You don't say the word mind, but you're going to use your own energies and frequencies to change it. So is that what you, you're suggesting in a way that we work on ourselves? How do we know when we are ready to transform those foods into something that is nourishing to our bodies? You can do it at any time. Uh, all I tell people is, you see, this is the problem. See, this is people want to engage the mind. If you engage the mind, <laughs> it's very limiting. All, all I have to tell people is the mind has been used for thousands of years on this planet. And look at the results of what humans have created with the mind in mm -hmm. the past 2,000 years. Look, yeah. we're, in the, we're at a point of almost self-annihilation. Self we're almost at a point of extinction. The mind, that humans have used the mind to do this. If people only understood, if they could, they could disconnect from the mind and drop into their heart and start creating from their soul, we're going to have different outcomes on this planet. And some people are doing that. And you see the difference. That's why what I do is in a legal and to itself. I, I know people mean well out there. They, they talk about health and nutrition, but what I'm doing is in a league unto himself. Why? Because I'm not using my mind. I'm using, I'm coming from soul and consciousness, much, much greater impact, much greater frequency. And the results speak for themselves. I mean, I've helped people. I have miracles happening all the time. People uh, having serious health issues that 10, 20 years, like me, I had 15 years of health issues. And I did the organic food and I went to holistic practitioners and all these stuff. Nothing changed until I took power in my own hands and I started alchemizing my life. I started alchemizing my food. I started using my superpowers to say, I am not doing this no more. I'm not putting up with this craziness. And I, and I started delving into what is the truth here? And I said, aha, if you're operating on the mind level, which is this reality superficial level, um, you're going to be bound by those parameters and you're going to be, well, you're going to get your butt whooped <laughs> like I did 15 years of health issues that would not clear up no matter what I tried. I'm like, what? And I always took care of myself. Even before that, I worked out, I ate really well. I made my own meals. So why am I sick? And that's when I started discovering this reality, this life, everywhere you go is toxic. The energetics mm. we have now more electromagnetic frequencies in our environment than than ever before a hundred years ago we had probably a million times less frequencies in our environment now we're being bombarded with cell phones and cell towers and your computer everything is scattered in disharmonic energy 
So is it no wonder that people are scattered themselves? Look at people, what they're creating. Look at this planet. And now we have food too, the food scattered and altered. The water supply is dead. It has no life force. So is it any wonder we have a health epidemic and, and humanity on, on the verge of extinction? So we need to bring coherence, which is harmony. It's like, it's like that beautiful song. It's like a ripple in the pond that just emanates out. That's what we're supposed to be in as far as uh, uh, you know, our, our environment, whether it's our food, our energy environment, our home. But we have the odds stacked against us in this modern world. And so it's up to us, the conscious ones, to start bringing more light and consciousness and coherence to impact the others. So when I walk into a room, and this is another way you can help change the planet. When you walk into the room, you have an opportunity to affect everybody in that room instantaneously, immediately. And when I walk into the health food store, guess what happens? I, everyone's head starts turning. Why? Because I'm packing a punch. I embody my true self, but I'm so healthy that I'm impacting molecules and atoms in that room that affect everyone, even though they don't know what's going on. The people are looking at me and they don't know why they're looking at me. And I'm like, well, because I'm packing a punch. I'm high vibe. So what I'm saying is how you show up in a room with your energy, with your body, with your consciousness impacts everybody in the immediate area. And it's kind of like a pond. If you throw a rock into a pond, there's a ripple, right? Now, what happens when there's five people throwing five different rocks? It kind of gets like, yeah, there's a lot of scattered energies. But what happens if everyone is throwing it in at the same time and just creating coherence? You know, this is why I'm saying to people is you have a much greater impact on life than you think or you believe. <laughs> how you're carrying your energy, how healthy your body is, is impacting everybody. So if, if you're not healthy, or if you're overweight and you're depressed, everywhere you go, you're impacting people negatively with your vibration. And it's for you to clean it up. No one's going to come save you. You have to save yourself. You're the one you've been looking for. There is no other person out there who's going to have the magic button for you to say, aha, let's, let's clean you up. You need to take proactive responsibility and clean it up. My suggestion is <laughs> before you go to all these other modalities, your body, take care of your body. It's so much easier and much more fun when you have a healthy fit body and you have a glow to you then the other modalities then are work even better. Then if you want to go out and meditate, that's, it works even better. But if you're overweight, you, you just don't feel well, and you're just depressed or sad, um, all these other modalities aren't really going to be effective because this, your body vibration is going to uh, neutralize or not allow the other things to work as good. That makes sense. So do you suggest we always start just forget about what we eat precisely and just uh, work on our consciousness and energies? And then doesn't matter what we eat. And you suggesting that somebody who is really overweight will lose weight by eating that way, but clearing the food before. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify that point. Yeah, it's just bringing higher awareness. And, and so if, for me, it's like when you go to the gas station, okay, if you have a brand new car, if you go to the gas station, will you put diesel or kerosene in the gas tank of your car? Yeah, of course not. Well, I don't drive, so I don't know much about it, <laughs> about these things. <laughs> okay, so, but, but, but most, pe most people have a car, and when they go to the gas station, they put the right octane gas in there. They're, they're not going to put in diesel or kerosene, or they're not going to put liquid chlorine. Why? Because those things don't go in there not very healthy. So my question to you is, you have this sacred temple. I call your body a sacred temple. If you have two choices, one is to give it high-vibe nutrition, or the second one is dead, processed, altered, genetically modified food. 
Right. Which would you choose? And do you really need to think about it? <laughs> you know, when people go, right. When, right. when people go to the gas station, they're not going to go, oh, should I put in the kerosene today? Or should I, you know, they're, they're going to go, oh, I'm putting in the highest octane gas because I want my car to run well. So it's common sense. It's just using a higher awareness of you have an option to put something high vibe into your body every day. So why don't you do that? Because it impacts your consciousness and impacts your energy levels and impacts your moods and impacts your ability to go out and be who you're meant to be. If you're inputting dead food, genetically modified food, it's densifying your body. It, a lot of people are, are depressed because of the food they're eating. A lot of people don't underswear, understand sugar suppresses your neuro, neurotransmitter, suppresses your dopamine, serotonin levels. And a lot of people are depressed and sad because of the grunge they're putting in their body every day. It's all dense, It's all like, you know, densifying, but it's also altering their hormones and genetics. And this is why they're suffering. They don't understand If You would stop drinking the soda. And if you would just stop eating that ice cream, and if you would stop eating the cookies and all this stuff, that's, it's all sugar and it breaks down your sugar in your body, but it impacts your brain. So your brain is the master powerhouse. So everything you ingest affects your brain, which produces certain biochemicals, but sugar and white flour and genetically modified foods stifle your brain. It's, it's plain and simple. This is beyond scientific. It's common sense. Just go look at people. So when I work with people within two days, their energy is different, their consciousness is different, and they're much jovial. Like I've just had um, uh, in the past few weeks, a few people go, w- w- you know, because I have this uh, supplement I make, it's called Aqualite, and it's a water energizer, and I use alchemy with it. And when people start using it, they're going, they're asking me, Zarian, what are you putting in here? And I'm like, it's just frequency. There's nothing physical in that bottle. And they're like, because I feel really well right now. I'm like, yes, because you're giving your body light and consciousness and frequencies that uplift and allow it to do what it does, you know? So this is where people don't understand. It's very simple to be fit, healthy, and radiant, but society is telling you, you need to do all these things. Then you need to work out. You need to take a handful of supplements. Then it's much simpler if you give the body what it really requires, which is mainly life force, light and consciousness, not dense molecules of you know, dense packets of food that pulls the body down. So if you can learn to work with your body, learn how to nourish it the way I have, which is mainly first with energy and consciousness and light, then you'll see how, whoa, it's a different feel. Like I actually feel good. I I feel happy for once in the past, you know, this is the first time in three years I feel really jovial. I'm like, yes, because your brain now is being fully hydrated and it's giving it's been given the information it needs to produce the proper neurotransmitter, the proper hormones, the proper enzymes. And so people aren't aware of how easy this is, but society's telling you and you need you need to throw all these things at it. And for me it's like the less you do, the better. And that's the the thing. It's just that but your body needs the right information. And that's why I tell people you gotta alchemize your meals, put light and consciousness to it. You'll see a difference immediately if you do it. But most people, they go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they keep going, <laughs> doing the same thing they've been doing. It's like, well, you know, I told you the secret and they don't want to hear it. They think it's too simple. It's, it's, but that's what your body requires to thrive. Energy, life force, even going, like I tell people, if you're feeling distraught, leave everything behind, put your cell phone down, leave everyone, everything, go out in nature somewhere away from power lines and go lay in the ground. And within 30 minutes, you have a whole new perspective on life. You feel totally new. And now you can go function as a human being. Most people aren't aware that the life force from Mother Earth is our number one requirement for thriving. And 90% of humanity is disconnected from the planet. 
I've seen people living at the beach and they don't go to the beach. They don't ever go outside and then they're, they're not feeling well. And it's like, well, you're never connecting with the planet. Don't, <laughs> what do you expect? So these are simple things that humanity doesn't do because they've been programmed to think it's all about magic supplements and, you know, push the, people want push button solutions. And it's like, it's, it doesn't work that way. It's a lifestyle embodiment. And it, and it starts with, you know, first thing, resetting your, your consciousness, but then connecting with the planet and then doing alchemized meals and alchemized water and then playing harmonic music and creating coherence. We are coherent beings. So we need coherence in, on, and around our bodies. But most of society is not coherent. <laughs> and this is why humans are suffering. So if we bring more, more coherence, you will be surprised. Like I have, a, I play musical instruments. I have a, a crystal, I have a pyramid made of crystal. Mm-hmm. It's a revel- It's a unique product. So I just hit that, and people just the other night I played it for someone, and they were like, they felt totally different. I'm like, yeah, because these frequencies are bathing you, your body with high frequencies. It's helping your body to elevate. And then I have a, a pan drum, same thing. I play the pan drum, and people are like, I feel different. I'm like, yeah, you're being nourished. Your body needs more than just physical food for nourishment. It needs energy. It needs frequency. It needs light and sound frequencies to thrive. And this is another perspective I bring in is multidimensional nourishment, which I call biophoton nutrition. Bio is biological photon of light. <laughs> so if we bring in more light and higher frequencies into our body, you can only go higher. You can only feel better. You can only look better. And this is what, you know, this is the element I bring is this other perspective of here, let's give your body light and let's give your body some sound frequency. Let's give your body some colors. And it all, you know, people are amazed when they feel, oh my God, I never knew this. I'm like, yeah, because you've been programmed to think it's about eating so-called healthy and going to the gym and working out. And then you think your health is going to be taken care of. No, that's the small part of this embodiment of a lifestyle that it's multidimensional. It's not one aspect. It's not just about physicalness. It's, it's also spiritual and it's of consciousness and it's of light. And if you can learn how to restructure your life, bring in more light and consciousness, <laughs> I assure you, you're going to go much higher than you can ever imagine. That makes so much sense to me. And it's common sense to choose our foods better. So just by doing that, everything will start to change for sure. What do you think is the purpose of the human experience? (laughs) Well, I believe we are here to finally emerge and to realize who we truly are. Uh, Most humans think we're these little peons walking around and we get blown by the winds of life. and, And there's this creator a million miles up in the heavens. I'm here to tell you, you are here to be an embodiment of the creator. That's our ultimate goal, to come full circle, to realize you are here to stream source live, to be that model, to be of, of source. of you know, Some people call it God. I don't like calling it God. I like calling it source and creator. But we're here to be an expression of that consciousness. And, and this is also why people suffer, because they're, they're seeing themselves as separate from a creator that's a million miles away when you are not separate, you are not inferior, you are not this little peon. You are here to serve as being an expression of that consciousness. And the more you clean your life up, the more you live harmonically, the more you bring in high frequencies into your body, around your body, and allow your true self to emerge, you become a living God. And, And this is why we're here. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, what is the point then? To work and be a slave for... 50 years and then you die? I mean, really? That's why you're here? 
or is it to come full circle and realize I'm a powerful being and I'm awesome and I'm dynamic and I am connected to source at all times, not when I pray and not when I you know, have to uh, work my way up a ladder, so to speak. I already have it. I'm already worthy. I already have it right now. I'm already worthy. I don't need to earn my way to prove myself. I already am here. I'm here for a reason. And that's what it is, is to have to be this model for others to look and go, wow, I want some of that. And it's very simple if we come back to our center. It becomes very complex when you listen to life and you listen to personal development industry. And you, I, I know these things mean well on one level, but on another, those things are programming you to go outside yourself always looking for the guru out there and always looking for the magic meditation. It's about inside. Everything is inside. All the masters that have come to the same conclusion, inside. It's always inside and it's always here and it's always now. If you think you're going to get somewhere in three weeks, you're projecting that three, why when you can have it right here, right now. It's never about the future. It's always about right here, right now. Your power is right here, right now. If you want to manifest, it happens now, not tomorrow. Not next week, not when you have the, the new computer, new self. It's now. And this is where this is challenging for most people because everyone's been programmed to constantly be restriving and for the future when you have the blessed moment of now. And if you can embody that frequency of now, and I know it's easier said than done. And this is the, that, so it's so easy that it's hard. This is it's paradoxical. Right. <laughs> so it's true. so easy that it's hard. Yeah. But for me, it's always about, that's why I go out in nature. When I'm out in nature, it's me and mama earth. And I don't care a licking about anyone. I'm not striving to earn and do that. It's just perfect perfection. And I just enjoy the elements. And then I have animals talking to me and I'm talking to the animals and people who think I'm nuts. I'm like, well, I'm talking to that animal and that animal is looking at me and they know what I'm saying because I'm, I'm connecting with it on a deeper level. And these, this is the magic that is waiting for us. But we have to drop the perspective of we're broken. We need fixing. We need to, uh, you know, we need to ascend up this ladder. <laughs> you already have it. You already are glorious, but your projections of yourself are what's uh, what the problem is. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not beautiful enough. Yes, you are, but it's your own mind that's tripping you up. This is why, again, you need to be careful. This mind is a phantom. It will pull you off path. It will create a life of misery. It will be the biggest saboteur of your dreams, of your body, of your relationships, and of your life uh, purpose. And you need to learn how to disconnect from that. And this is one of the greatest issues is this, this my, you know, people will disagree with me and that's fine. I'm not saying I'm right, but all I know is I'm looking at life and I see people struggling and suffering, even conscious people, even people who are making millions of dollars. So this mind phantom, I think, has done a great job of creating this illusion for everyone and everybody uh, is not aware of the predicament they are in until Zarian comes along and says, hey, watch this mind phantom because it will sabotage you. And oh, look, look at what it's doing here and look at what it's doing over there and look at what it has done to humanity over thousands of years. And, I, and again, some people are going to have a hard time believing this, but the mind has done that. It's not a human spiritual soul being would never hurt someone else purposely. Because these are natural to a, a true human. A true human is naturally, you know, they're, they have empathy, they have love. Their intentions are always pretty good. But why is it that some people do these horrendous things? Like, how is it that that person just did that? They killed that person. Or look at what's going on in the Middle East. Why is that? Because those people are overrun by the mind. And sometimes 
It can be an entire race of being. It can be an entire culture that has been infiltrated with this mind. And look, look what's going on, Middle East and everywhere. And that is not true being, you know, true human beings. They have been, they're, they're being run by something else. And that's where we need to pause and we need to have more forgiveness because the true being wouldn't do to some of those things. And, and look at, even in this country with some of the things that people are doing, like, what is going on? Like, is, are they even human? And that's the, <laughs> but this is what the mind does. See, the mind, it kind of casts a shadow on people and people do these horrendous things. And then it's like, and then, you know, a person like me looks and goes, wow. And then, but then I'm all high, because I have a higher awareness, I go, oh, I see what's happening. That person really doesn't want to do that, but something else is controlling the show. And this is where, as a being, you need to take your power back and you need to put your foot down and say, no more. And this is when I started dismantling this connection to this mind is when I started experiencing a lot more shifts in my life. I hear something coming through and I go, delete. That's not my truth. No, thank you. Get out. Delete, destroy now. So you have to be more consciously aware of your consciousness and what's going through. And if it's something that you didn't intend to create, you delete it immediately and you, you disconnect yourself. You pull, you give yourself some distance from you in this mind chatterbox and you say, no, that's not what I know. That's not mine. I did not create that thought right now. And I think if more people can do this and we take our power back, you will see magic and miracles happening across this planet. I know some people are doing that, but it's, it's a challenge for people because everyone has to produce and everyone is, you know, running and gunning. And that is a perfect thriving environment for the mind. When you're busy and you're driving and you're striving, you're, that is perfect food for the mind because you lose consciousness. And, I, and it's very easy to do. I, and occasionally I do it too. Like I'm so busy that I forget. And I go, oh, and I start breathing and I take a step back and go, wait, wait, wait. The mind is starting to run the show. No. So it, yeah. And, and again, I think if people could really learn about this, they, they at least need to be aware of what, it, what is really going on. And again, I'm not here to say I'm right, uh, but in my experience with having the experience of no mind and then looking at other people of friends and acquaintances and clients, this mind does quite a number to you. <laughs> and it's for you to take your power back. And sometimes it's uh, a matter of, yeah, you have to be adamant. And even if you have to scream, go, shut up in that moment. A miracle happens because you disconnect yourself from that voice, which is not you. We are almost at the end. I have two quick questions for you. But before that, would you like to add anything? Well, I tell people you have one shot at this life. You have one shot at making your ripple. What are you doing with your time and energies? Because I see a lot of people kind of playing it easy, playing small. Um, humanity is edging closer and closer and closer to the edge of the cliffs. And what we choose with our collective energies in the next 10 to 20 years will determine if the humanity will make it at the current at the current trajectory, it does not look good. People, the humanity and the planet are obviously not doing well. However, it's us superheroes who have come to roll up our sleeves and do the dirty work and get the job done. So we're here on a rescue mission. We're here to help humanity to awaken to a higher reality, a higher consciousness. So my question to people is, what are you doing with your time and energies? And what are you going to create as a ripple that affects the entire planet? Because I see a lot of people holding back. And, if, and again, I've, I've been through it. So I always talk through personal experience, holding back out of fear. And, oh, my God, are people going to judge it? You know what? We don't have time to be thinking and being concerned about what other people are going to think. You need to start putting yourself out there. Emerge as your true self. Reveal who you truly are. I don't care if it's your mom or your dad or your partner. You owe them the truth. And a lot of people hold back because they're scared of what other people are going to say or think. We don't have time for that anymore. You need to 
speak and walk and live your truth in front of everyone. I don't care if it's, you know, a lot of people have issues with mom and dad. I don't know why. They can't speak their truth in mom and dad. They want, and you owe it to them. And yes, sometimes people aren't going to take it too well, but it's not your responsibility how they take it. You owe them the truth. And if you have a certain feeling about something, you need to speak it. And my, my issue with people is they hold back, they bite their truth, and they wind up suffering because they can't tell mom, well, this is the life I really want to live. I don't want to do that life, mom. I don't want to have kids, mom. I don't want to own a house, mom. And the mom and dad are putting pressure. You need to get married. What? No. We are sovereign beings. You're here to live your life and nobody else's. And I know sometimes making these decisions, yeah, you're gonna, your life is going to change and there's going to be people who are going to judge you. And they're, you know what? You need to do it anyway. Yeah. And you'll see that once you start living and walking your truth, you actually have a lightness in your body, even though people aren't going to, it's not your responsibility how other people are going to take it. Your responsibility is to take care of you and show who you truly are to the world, no matter what. So two more questions for you. If you knew you would die soon, meaning losing the body, would you make any change in your life or do anything differently? Uh, let's see. Would I do anything differently? I probably would jump a little more i mean i'm 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 usually pretty good with taking risks and stuff but i would jump a little more i would i would be a little bit more proactive in in because uh, sometimes you know in trying to be a conscious being uh, i think uh, to have a little bit more badassness in me <laughs> you know to, to kind of be more of the badass and if, because sometimes i do hold back because i know my energy is very strong and, and sometimes it can be overwhelming for people when they hear my message they're like oh my god but it's why I'm here is to rock people's world is to make people take notice of me. And my energy is, yeah. And so sometimes I do hold a little bit back because I'm like, Oh, if I go even 90% of passion power, I'm going to blow them away. But I have to learn to be more, you see, that's even for me. I, I just need to show that even if it's, some people are going to say, wow, that's just, woo, that's too much energy. <laughs> so That's interesting that you say that. <laughs> Holding back, right? One more question. What are three things about life you know for sure as of now? As of right now? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Three things. Wow, this is a good, I never had this question. This is a pretty challenging question. So three things I know about life that I know for sure. Hmm. Well, all I know is we only have here and today. And like I said before, is every day you have an opportunity to show your true self, to speak your truth, walk your truth. So I think it's the greatest gift we can give people is to show up in our true selves. And yes, it's going to feel uncomfortable sometimes, but it's okay because everyone else feels a little, that little bit of uncomfortableness too. Anytime you're in public and you're around other people, there's that, you know, you want to fit in. And, and, and sometimes like, like I just said, you know, we hold back as we feel it's okay. Just know that you're okay. You can speak your truth. You can walk your truth. And even if some people aren't going to take it right, it's okay. You're going to be fine. Uh, you'll see that those people will come around eventually and go, wow, you know, you were right. And they're going to thank you for giving them the truth. So that's number one. Number two is we have a monumental task on this planet. We, uh, you know, the time is of the essence, as I say, and you're the one you've been looking for. Stop waiting. Stop thinking that someone, you know, something or someone's going to come. You are your savior and you're the one who has all the solutions inside. It's just a matter of kind of going deeper within and sometimes the process can be a little scary and i know you know again i've been through it so it's a little scary but you are a monumental being and, and you have to come to that realization i can tell you you're great and you know valeria can tell you you're great and all these people can tell you you're great but until you feel it inside 
you're still going to suffer and struggle. And that's what took me a while to come full circle, to own who I am, to own and actually be loved who I am. And, and then you'll see how when you go out in public, everyone feels it. When you are totally in love with yourself, you totally honor who you are. So the more you honor and love yourself, the more you can love and honor other people. And most people are doing it back, you know, what I call butt backwards. They're trying to love and, and honor other people, but then inside they feel emptier. They they don't feel too good about themselves. The greatest gift is learn to love and honor yourself. And as you do, the more you can love and honor people out there. And the final thing is what I know is, <laughs> you know, this this life is a game. So what kind of game are you going to play? You know, it's it's if you take it too seriously, then it gets to be. Uh, uh, kind of like depressing and sad. But if you say you have one shot at leaving your ripple, like I played ice hockey and when I was on the ice and uh, playing ice hockey or street hockey, I was totally one with everything. Some people call it Samadhi, but I was so in love with that game and I gave it 180%. So when I was out there, everybody would be looking at me like, what is up with this guy? Where is he coming from? Cause I just was so in love with the game. So for me is what kind of game are you playing? Are you really playing all out or are you kind of holding back or are you scared to even jump in the game? So for my thing is get in the game and make it your greatest game ever. Make your rip on life and go shine your light so we can change this chaotic world we live in. Thank you so much, Zaria, for your wisdom, your mission, your message, your presence. I really appreciate that. Uh, we all do, Thank for you. sure. Thank you. I appreciate it. I do have one more question for you. This is a technical one. Where can we find more information about you, your work, products, services, and future projects? Uh, yeah, you can go to my website at zarianradian.com. That's my main platform. I have uh, videos and audios and podcasts on there. And uh, you can also find me on Instagram. Uh, Zarian Radiant, Zarian underscore Radiant at Instagram and then on Facebook, Zarian Radiant. And uh, I just have a bunch of like, I uh, have these little videos I create called Consciousness Vitamins. And there are three to five minute videos that give people a new perspective on various aspects of life to help uplift them so they can go make their greater impact. And my whole mission is to revolutionize the way we go about not only taking care of our holy temples, but how we go and show our true selves to the world so we can make our greatest impact, but also be the model of the new human species. For me, I believe if we don't emerge as a new species with a new consciousness and a new body, uh, it's not going to be pretty for most people. So for me is let's go out and be a new model for humanity so they can uh, have something to go by and go, wow, and be inspired to want to ascend to that higher level as well. So, so thank you, Valeria. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. And uh, so come and join me. Uh, come and join my movement. And uh, no, let's, let's take this game to a higher level. Thank you again, Zirian. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much, Valeria. Appreciate it. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Zarian Radian and his work, please visit zarianradian.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.